Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. I myself am convinced about you, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to admonish one another. But I have written to you rather boldly in some respects to remind you, because of the grace given me by God, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles and performing the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering up of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to boast in what pertains to God, for I will not dare to speak of anything except that Christ has accomplished through me, to lead the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem all the way around to Elycrium I have finished preaching the gospel of Christ. Thus I aspire to proclaim the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, so that I do not build on another's foundation, but as it is written, those who have never been told of him shall see, and those who have never heard of him shall understand. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of olive oil. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another he said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. The Gospel of the Lord. Good Friday was a day of jokes. The Jewish leaders dragged Christ before Pontius Pilate, and they told him that Christ claimed to be God. The pagan Pilate had to have laughed at that. So then they told Pilate that Christ claimed to be a king and that they had no king but Caesar. Pilate had to have thought that a joke as well. For Christ rode into Jerusalem five days before this on a donkey, not a war horse. If this so-called king had an army, it was invisible. The joking continued up on Calvary as Christ was hanged. People yelled, he saved others. If he's a king, let him save himself. But the joke was on them. Christ at that very moment was in the act of saving others. Millions of subjects throughout history have died to save their kings. This king died to save his subjects. Speaking of kings and jokes and getting hanged, today is November 5th. And bonfires, no doubt, will rage all over England tonight. For November 5th is traditionally known as Guy Fawkes Day or Guy Fawkes Night. Guy Fawkes 
was a Catholic Englishman arrested around midnight on November 5th, 1605, after he was found guarding 36 barrels of gunpowder in the cellar of London's House of Parliament. Fox and a few associates who were probably set up by government agents had planned to blow up Parliament while the Protestant King James was inside of it. But the king was tipped off. The whole thing became kind of a joke. And the gunpowder plot, as it came to be called, was foiled. That night, November 5th, 1605, bonfires were lit all over London. And people celebrated because their king was saved from papist intrigue. The perpetrators were afterwards tortured, hanged, drawn, and quartered. And November 5th in England eventually became a state-sponsored holiday featuring bonfires in which effigies of Guy Fawkes were burned. Why did Guy Fawkes want to blow up Parliament and the king? Well, about 70 years earlier in 1534, the English government, against the will of the people, mandated that religious beliefs be changed. In a country that had been Catholic for around a thousand years, the English government put itself in charge of a new reformed religion, which featured the English king and any subsequent monarch being the supreme ruler of the Church of England. With this new reform, 1,000 years of Catholicism with all its devotions and practices, including the holy sacrifice of Mass, was outlawed. Churches, monasteries, convents, and schools were declared not only non-essential, they were confiscated by the government. This, of course, was not reform. It was revolution and grand theft. Faithful priests, hunted by government agents, they had to go underground. And the English faithful who refused in good conscience to attend the newly concocted reformed services were fined by the government until after losing their livelihood, they bent to tyranny and quote-unquote converted to the new government-sponsored faith. This sounds eerily familiar, does it not? Think of the florists, bakers, and Restaurant owners whose small businesses have been destroyed in the last few years due to their refusal to sell out their Christian consciences, for their refusal to bow down to pagan gods by joining a new religion that worships man and his sinful desires instead of God. Christ, our king, died to save his subjects. He received a death sentence by those who wielded earthly power. He then offered Mass, the perfect sacrifice, on the altar and throne of the cross. And at this very moment, Christ is in the very act of saving his subjects. Because Calvary supernaturally is made present at each Holy Mass. That is why Holy Mass is so dangerous, such a threat to the rulers of this present darkness. At this very moment, Christ is in the act of saving you. And the princes and kings of this world, with all their propaganda and power, can do nothing about it. It is beyond their control. The joke is on them. You see, they have no king but Caesar. 
We have no king but Christ. <laughs>